Welcome to our Modern Economic Podcast, and today's hosts are Jorge Navarro and Adelita. The topic of today's discussion is the NAFTA Treaty established in North America almost 20 years ago. Adrian, could you elaborate a little bit about what NAFTA is and how it works? Hello, Jorge. So in 1994, an agreement was signed that enabled free trade throughout the three major countries in North America. This treaty, known as NAFTA, involved the United States, Canada, and Mexico. As time has progressed, it has become evident that NAFTA has had a significant impact on the economy of these three countries. Jorge, please elaborate on some, with some context about the treaty. Of course, the North American Free Trade Agreement eliminated most tariffs and other trade barriers on products and services passing between the United States, Canada, and Mexico. This treaty was inspired by the European Economic Community in eliminating tariffs in order to stimulate trade among its members. Therefore, it was believed that establishing a free trade area in North America would bring prosperity through increased trade and production, resulting in the creation of millions of well-paying jobs in all participating countries. Adrian, could you tell us more about how this is represented in our local, I mean, not local, but in our community? Yeah, so here in Mexico, Due to the NAFTA agreement, American food chains have come to Mexico. Such companies include McDonald's, Carl's Jr., Wendy's, Burger King, Buffalo Wild Wings, etc. These companies have expanded their services due to, the NAFTA, due to NAFTA's conditions regarding no tariffs and no taxes, making it easy for companies to expand their products throughout the three nations. This could also be seen in the transportation sector since car companies have brought their factories into our country. This, this is due to the fact that labor in Mexico is different than labor in Canada and labor in America. So essentially, at the same time, well, yeah, this has created thousands of jobs. Do you want to continue working? Yeah, so essentially what NAFTA, is, what NAFTA did was open a window of opportunity for these businesses in, um, in the United States and Mexico to go into the other territories and just expand their businesses in ways that it well it, it had never been seen before and this yeah. is one of the aspects that is much appreciated about the nafta treaty is the unity it created between the three different countries because suddenly the cultures languages products and businesses started manifesting themselves across each of their borders and another, i agree Jorge. Yes, i agree another and maybe another attribute that is heavily praised is the economical benefit it brought to the three countries. With the creation of the treaty, a completely new, seemingly endless sea of possibility opened itself up for businesses in need of expansion. This helped to alleviate debt between the countries, heavily improve their respective economies, and raise the standard of living through the increase in GDP. And although the NAFTA treaty seems to have basically all advantages and no disadvantages. This is not the case because one of the regrets or flaws of the treaty is that it never ended up expanding or evolving to something bigger than anyone intended it to. The treaty practically stopped and only products and goods where it had the potential to rival something like the European Union. The European Union is at the perfect case study of promoting unity between different countries because they allow the free trade of people, services, education, and even a unified monetary system. The NAFTA treaty, even with all of its advantages and impact it had on the three countries, had the potential to become something of much greater force. And so Jorge, so Jorge, I have a question that I want to ask you. So how do you think NAFTA 
would like how do you think the three countries would be if NAFTA had evolved into something like the European Union? Well, what would be affected? How how would these countries be affected? First and foremost, I think the education in business sectors of each of the countries would be heavily impacted because it's as if suddenly Mexican citizens or US citizens could go into their respective territories and study and live there without basically any repercussion. Like the processes of today with the green card or you have to get a passport and a visa are basically obstacles for someone to go live in the US or Mexico in order to pursue their dreams. But the free trade, no, not, not, not free trade, but the ability to go and live in each of the countries as seen in the European Union would have, changed, would have completely changed how we live today and how we see just the idea of traveling between the countries. Adding on to what you said, I truly believe that if, the, if NAFTA was similar to the European Union and how they have developed over time, and NAFTA had free, like NAFTA allowed free borders, we would not see such a problem with immigration or such a controversial topic that is immigration. Because if there are free borders, people would be able to enter each other's countries without any problem and there wouldn't be people in cages in America or people getting deported back to their home countries. And I honestly think that it would just bring more peace in, and it would create a, strong, a stronger bond between these three countries because we would be so tied up with them that they would be our strongest allies and they would be part of our team. Or maybe you could even say that they would be part of us, that we would depend on them and they would depend on us. So I think it would create a very strong bond between these three countries and it, it would greatly improve the situation regarding immigration. And I completely agree with your point. The only thing is that I think that the U.S. would have served like a Britain in the European Union because maybe the United States would not provide as much as it receives seeing that Mexico and Canada are not of that, of that standard of living as the U.S. So maybe we, we would have seen some problems regarding the U.S., such as now the Brexit is taking place in the European Union. And I just think the potential issues, if all of the things that we we're mentioning would have came true. Yes, of course. Of course, it's just a, a, a fantasy world. Of course, I believe that the United States, with how they are and how they have acted previously regarding NAFTA and how they believe it's not a fair deal, I'm very sure that they would not allow free borders nor free businesses or, or all of the things that we are proposing that would have happened if the NAFTA was like the European Union. And that's why NAFTA will never become the European Union because it does not involve many parties and only involves three. And it only takes one of them to disagree to, to pretty much separate the deal or prevent it from becoming something more than it already is. But I completely agree with you. But back to the point of what you were talking about earlier, I think that what NAFTA has, like the main focus of NAFTA over the past decades has been more about food and product. And how do you think this will be changed with the following years with the rise of technological innovations and more specifically the electrification of cars, which is something that is like of great interest right now at the moment. How do you think this will be developed over the next few decades? Well, you said before that the, 
the rise of technological innovation has led to what I believe will be a new trend in globalization, which is the electrification of transportation. Um, this can be seen with country, with companies such as Tesla and other major automobile companies that are turning electric or becoming electric and are producing new products that are completely electric. So I think this will have an impact in NAFTA because, and more especially in Mexico, because it, it will give us an advantage due to our close ties with America. And as well as the fact that Mexico has, a, has very large steel companies that produce many automobile parts um, that are used by car companies in America. Um, such, such steel companies include Ternium and other major, or other major, other major steel companies in, in our country. And by still having free trade, we will be able to trade um, these parts for their services and, and maybe for better deals on, on cars that will be coming to, to Mexico for our people. I completely agree with you that Mexico needs to hop on this trend of electrification of transportation if it wants to like succeed in the near future because we have all of the tools necessary in order to doing so because we have as you mentioned like the biggest steel companies we also have many of the resources the physical resources that are needed in order to produce these cars and engines and motors and parts so if we actually want to succeed and bloom in the next few years as Mexico did with the initiation, I mean the start of NAFTA, we need to really like appropriate this trend and just basically push, push forward with it. And how do you think, I mean, do you think that the spread of electric transportation is actually a viable option for Mexico? Well, I believe that at first it's going to be costly because not many people are going to adapt and since it's something totally new a new product um it's probably going to be very expensive to buy however as time progresses um the prices between electric automobiles and gas and gas powered automobiles will be pretty much the same and i believe that many people will go towards the electric automobile since since it's the future and it's gonna and gas automobiles will have no value in the future and i think that it is it, it is viable um for mexico since as we said before we have close ties with with america and america has many car companies that that need steel and need our products in order to create their cars so without since we don't have any tariffs or very low tariffs on on steel parts, um, we will probably get good deals regarding these cars. I completely agree with you on the fact that globalization will help like the prices of these parts and resources and just all of these things to go down and allow for Mexico to become a blossoming economy. And now I think we're nearing the end of the podcast. So would you like to conclude or summarize the ideas that we've talked about? during the past few minutes? Yeah, so basically I think we can all agree that NAFTA has had a bunch of, of positive impacts in the three countries, especially in the economic side of things. And in Mexico, we have seen how 
how American companies have expanded to Mexico, creating new jobs and better supporting our economy. Um, and I think something that we didn't mention that we should mention is the effect that it has had on the culture of our countries and of our country as well as the culture of America because many Mexican products have reached the United States and have had and are now influenced the culture in the United States. And here in Mexico, I believe that it is safe to say that we have become maybe Americanized or, or the American culture and Canadian culture has, has sticked to our society and is now part of us. So, so I think that NAFTA has created, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead, don't worry. Okay, so just to summarize what you've done or said is that NAFTA has basically allowed for the spread of products and services into each of the respective countries, creating the change in culture, economy, and just basically business sectors that we've seen today and allowing for each of the respective economies to blossom in their own ways. And that's it. I think, I think that's a great way to put it. I think that's a great way to put it. And I think that's a great way to, to end the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a good day. Goodbye.